0: Welcome back to Women's Wealth The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Kathy Piro Perry. She is an advocate of special needs community. She, for me, is a wow mom of six and the first female mayor of the city of Massillon, Ohio. Kathy is an active member of her community. When one of Kathy's children was born with Down syndrome, she realized that the special needs population is often overlooked. So what did she do? She co-founded a nonprofit school for children with special needs. She also founded a cheer team for boys and girls with special needs. Kathy, I'm exhausted in just reading your bio. (laughs) Just being a mother of six to me is impressive, but then I'm there, and then also someone who is an advocate for special needs. Welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Susan. I'm happy to be here today, and I hope to be able to share some information about the special needs world as well as our cheer team.
0: You know, our firm is Faith and Family and Firm, and we always say in that order, and faith not being a specific religion, but just believing something that's greater than ourselves, and family because most of us as women are trying to juggle family, whether that's really parents or children, and then our careers. For you, it's mayor, but I would love you to share sort of your journey with us on how you decided to be a mayor as you were raising children, and then how this special needs advocate for others to being. So if you might want to share just your early journey, and then we'll talk a little bit about your advocates for the special needs community.
1: Sure. Thank you. When I was 15 years old, my father ran for a township trustee. He wanted to make the police department in our township better. He was one of probably 10 candidates, and he lost his race. But I was helping him along the way, passing out notepads, and someday I said, I want to run for office. But in the meantime, I got married, started a family, went to nursing school, and about 14 and a half years into my marriage, I got divorced. And I worked at the hospital. I went back as an LPN, went back and worked nights throughout my marriage and got my degree as a registered nurse. And after my divorce, I was able, luckily, able to support myself and my children. Then I met my current husband, who is absolutely wonderful, very, very supportive of my endeavors. And we had a daughter, Vanessa, with Down syndrome. And I'll tell you, I was in a car accident. And at the time, I was about 19 weeks pregnant. And that's when we learned about two weeks later, 19, maybe 21 weeks pregnant, that she would have Down syndrome and she would be a little girl. We cried, Susan, for the first 24 hours, and then we got up and said, we're going to give this baby the best life she can have.
0: Wow. And so that is how it all started. Wow. Wow. I have goosebumps because when you think about that from adversity, and yet two people who say, we can do this, we can journey on and make a difference. Can you share some of the insights of your experience as an active advocate. Now you have this beautiful little girl and you're becoming, how did it morph into your becoming an advocate for like the special needs community?
1: Sure. Well, I was a director at the time at one of the hospitals and had Vanessa. That's her name. She is now 15 years old, going to be sweet 16 in May. Um, But I wanted to go back to work at some point. She was born a premature baby, two and a half pounds, two pounds, 11 ounces, I would say. Um, She was about 12 inches long. So we had a long road. And and as I was tube feeding her for five months, I found that I was looking around in our county for a daycare that could tube feed a child. And being a nurse, there's some things that you know that whoever takes care of her has to know how to take care of her. And there wasn't a place. There was a, a preschool that she could go to for maybe three hours, five hours, but there was nothing for professional women. And so we opened up a special needs child care center. And the component was for medically fragile children because I was a nurse. So we were able to do babies with tracheotomies. We were able to do breathing treatments. We were able to tube feed babies, a much more extensive program than what we found in our community. And we could do it from 6.30 in the morning till 6 at night. And it was it's a huge success, and it has now turned into a charter school in our county.
0: Wow. Wow. Amazing. And I think that as couples, you experience that. What do we do now? And I can't commend you both enough. But congratulations on on Vanessa becoming 16. And you're right, sweet 16. Because when you start out 2 pounds, 11 ounces, and 12 inches, you have to be a fighter. You have to be driven and determined. Uh, We had our fourth child had issues. And I'll never forget, I think in some marriages, it, it, it drives people apart. In others, it brings them together. And I think in our instance, I remember looking at my husband when they didn't know what to do. We didn't know what our future would be. And it turned out that it, it was positive, but you don't know at the time. And he said to me, do you love, and he named each one of our children in their ages. And I said, absolutely. And he said, then, and this is what our, we're, we're fine with this, we can take this on. And I think that those are the decisions. I think people forget that life choices you make, but what a difference if you hadn't taken the thought process of, this is going to be a beautiful thing how many other children would not have the gift that, that you created and established? So in some ways, I can't thank you enough for giving back to your <laughs> for for your well, community. Thank you.
1: It was Isn't really it? an honor. It was just an honor and it was just a natural progression.
0: And it probably in some ways, right? It, when you're giving back, you don't have time to self-reflect and take the victim role. You really are taking more of the leadership role. How can we make this a real positive? And it sounds like Vanessa has quite a two amazing role models in her life but in addition to five other siblings but what is your favorite part I know that you talked about and we, we read a little bit about your coaching for a cheering cheerleading team for both boys and girls who have special needs how did that come about through all this
1: well my daughters always cheered and danced growing up my older daughters and also my stepdaughter Mariah so they were all in that world and when Vanessa was born I said she has to have something that's going to make her smile and laugh and have friends. And so we created a not-for-profit special needs all-star cheer team, which is all to music, two and a half minutes of music. We were the first team in Ohio to compete at the wide world of sports for Worlds. It's a pristine competition. And these kids, my favorite part is... When they hit the floor, now, they don't like to practice, (laughs) and they're a lot of fun, but they don't want to practice, and we have to encourage them. I have 17 volunteers, and we take children with any disability, but when they hit the the floor to perform, they just light up. And their uniforms are paid for, their shoes are paid for, their socks are paid for, everything that they have uh, is paid for, their bow, uh, and that's done uh, by raising grant dollars from our foundations in our area. So I wanted to lessen the burden for our parents because special needs parents are a special, special group of people, and they have a group of special issues that they're dealing with day in and day out. Maybe their autistic child's not sleeping. Maybe they will only eat goldfish. So if you have a special needs child or a special child, that there are certain things that you deal with. And I wanted to lessen that burden of finances for our parents.
0: And so everything is paid for for them. You're right on, Hugh, and so many of people that we have met along the way that are on this journey. But I know I have to ask this because everyone is thinking it. Kathy, here you are. You started that nonprofit school, a foundation, you're coaching cheerleading. But you were the first female mayor, right, in Maslin, Ohio how did that come about and when for goodness sake did you were you able to fit that in <laughs> in your <laughs> in your world i am in awe of this
1: when i moved to maslin i was approached to run for city council they saw me run in a neighboring township they thought i ran a great campaign and so i said i need to study maslin first and then i ran and i was a city council member for 8 years and also chairman of finance and I'm nurse. My husband's a physician. I really felt that this was not a healthy environment and that I needed to get off of city council. I felt that business decisions were poor, that we weren't putting the city first. And my husband really was the one that said, you have to run for mayor. It was never in my purview. I never did I dream of it, but I had to run against a 24-year incumbent. Never did I think I would win, but I worked my hardest to do so, and I ended up winning the race by a large margin, and I think the people were just ready for a change.
0: And what a gift it sounds like to, you know, Massalyn, that they had someone that came in with the right idea of of a motivation to help and give back. So congratulations to you, and, and what a great representative to other women, and kind of a motivation for all of us. I would love to ask, what advice? you would give a parent who has a special needs child and is looking for resources, trying to juggle career, other children in a family, and also sort of in society, not everything is set up for those needs. And and I would love just if you could give the top things that they could think about and kind of empower them if they are in this situation or they have family or friends that are in that situation.
1: I have two great pointers that I started a disability commission in my city and was supported by city council. So the members of that help to make our community disability friendly. That is one thing you can do easily. Just go to your mayor or your township and you can create a disability committee. And that allows you to get those lights where you count down so a blind person can cross the street. And I also talk about my daughter. Frequently, when I give speeches, to let them know that she wants to be included and loved, just like you and I do. One thing before we go, I want to say to the parents that have students that are in school I never thought I would have to fight for my child, but you do. And I, I didn't want to believe it, but you do. You have to fight for your child. Your child, I want you to know, is worth every bit of education that they can get because that sets them up for success. So don't be afraid to fight for your child. You have to be the advocate. No one else can do that for you. And so just let know that they're very, very special and they deserve and belong to be in our world.
0: I I can't thank you enough. And I have to tell you, we all wish Vanessa a very happy C-16. Thank you. Sounds like she is a wonderful young woman and she has been blessed with parents and family and community now that support her. And talk about a heartfelt journey. So not too many times in life we can see that she definitely was blessed. And so are you. Thank you. And I want to thank you for not only giving back to your community, for serving in the political arena, for being an amazing mother of six and wife. And thank you. And we hope to follow you and and see. And I know that we are going to also post some helpful links that, that you shared with us that might help people that want more information or want to explore how they can become more involved in their community and giving back to special needs. So thank you, Kathy.
1: Susan, thank you. And and one thing, if you have any connections at all, my daughter, we are on a mission to get her to meet Ellen DeGeneres. And we're sending her something very soon to try to get her connected to Ellen DeGeneres. But if anybody has any connections, we would love, that's the only thing she asked for is to meet Ellen. So.
0: Well, you know what? If anybody's listening and they know, we will <laughs> we will make sure they reach out to you. And that would be a fun thing to do. <laughs> and to tell yes, it would. We, we'd all like to watch that and see that. That would <laughs> be amazing. So, thank you, Kathy. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.